Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, the uh, the people demanded it. Um, wasn't sure if we were going to do it, but the people have demanded it. We've been getting tweets all day about it, so um, I've, I've given the pre-warning that this one could be uncensored. I don't feel like fucking editing anything, so um, <coughs> it's going to be how it is. So uh, if you've gotten the warnings when you're reading the link to click this, um, you've ignored those, you've downloaded it anyway, you're about to listen, I can assure you, get the kids out of the car, <laughs> do not play it out loud. <laughs> Do not complain if things certain things aren't edited because this this one's coming raw. This one's bare, this one this one's this one's getting up in inside bareback. Yes, yes, this is unwax, so to, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you want to do this? What a game! Well, I did. Yeah, so I, you started I, by saying um, what a game, but you know what? I think as far as like qual. Quality game, game was it? Terrible, really. I mean, and and you know what? <laughs> yeah, some of it was mistakes and everything like that. But um, before we get into any of the other sort of stuff, um, <clears throat> I think I'm sure that we can both agree that the referees were fucking atrocious. And not bringing up specific incidents yet, but just in the general like flow of the game stuff, like the way that they policed the ruck, um, just the stoppage, yeah, you know, no, the stoppages, no, the penalties. Yeah. Or, you know, well, I mean, it, it was. Terrible, yeah. and then when you compare and contrast that with what should have been like the the final test before you know getting origin appointments, you had uh, Hayne and Archer refereeing the Manly Broncos game a couple of weeks ago, which was like fast end to end, very few stoppages, and what an origin game should you know you would think it should be like, um, but then they did put these two rookies in there, and like Chechen, we've had our fucking problems in the, over the past. I'm, people have been like, oh, people have been treating me like I'm the boy. That, he hasn't had a Christmas card from you. Exactly. I mean, ever since fucking we played the, he, in his debut when he came on at half time, or you know, because Hampstead or someone tore their hamstring in the first half, he fucked Manly on that game, and it's proceeded to ever since. And everyone tells me like, that, well, before last night, everyone would you know treat me like I was the boy that cries wolf, and I you know fucking whinging about ref me. Like, guess what? Now the whole fucking state knows. And before too long, they'll probably give you an international or something, and you'll fuck the whole country up the ass. And then <laughs> everyone's going to know that he is a the whole world. The whole but you knew I first. knew first, and I've been not only did I know, I've been I've been the fucking crazy conspiracy theory dude that's been shouting how shit he is for years, and now finally people have to believe me. Now people just giving you the kudos as the messenger. Yes, yes, a prophet. I mean, we don't bust out the prophet call too much, but um. I prophesize this like a motherfucker. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, you know, maybe five times or something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A week. A week, yeah. So, look, I, I agree. I don't think it was, um, you know, as far as uh, the quality of the game, I don't think it was. It reached any great heights. And I think the great shame of 
of the match, you know, which is the pinnacle of, of our sport. The, you know, we should all be talking about the athletes involved and and you know about our passion for our teams and 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 looking forward to, to game two. But all anyone's talking about is the referees and. You know, a referee's doing his job if no one's bitching about yeah. him, you know, and uh, that's certainly not the case. And even, even Queenslanders, because if they're not bitching about, you know, something, they're bitching about the calls that they didn't get. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just a vast majority of footy fans in general, mate, regardless of who they support. But, you know, not saying people don't have legitimate gripes, but, um, you know, this game, you know, more so than, than several others, is giving people, you know, red flags galore to bitch about the referees. Exactly. <laughs> And right exactly. Through, so, you don't want the referees you know, to decide grand finals. Coming out of this game. And, you know, Origin's up there with the grand yeah. final. It's three grand finals in the middle of the year, essentially. So. Well, I mean, it, it just shows what could happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're all, we're all passionate about Origin. And, you know, a lot of people probably differ in my, you know, to my opinion. But, you know, I probably put club before yep. state. Same. Um, in the fact that, you know, as far as state of origin goes, you, your team's in a two-horse race every every year, you know, and you know that your team's going to be, you know, running first or second. Yeah. Not, <laughs> there's year. no ninth in origin. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You just had to bring that up. It had to be ninth. You had to say ninth. You couldn't say fifth or sixteenth. Well, you know, I thought it would have a special meaning anyway, for Anyway, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. It certainly does. But, you know, as far as... You know, it shows what could happen if, uh, you know, in a, in a final, in a, in a grand final, worst case scenario, where, you know, your team's going to have to live with that, and who knows when they get another shot at a grand final. Yeah, like, yeah. This is this is the sort of situation we. It's could a be season facing. of effort, and you just you know, only two teams get there each year, and you know, some teams yeah. have to wait thirty-one you know, years. Who, who, who's going to give a fuck on Mad, Mad Monday if Bill Harrigan comes out and says, "Yep, we got it wrong." Yeah. But, is that going to make anyone yeah, feel better? Yeah, don't have the ring back <laughs> on the finger. No, exactly. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it hasn't happened really since two uh, since 1995. So let's hope it, you know, takes another, you know, 20 years before we see anything like that happen again. Yeah. But before we get to to the negatives, I want to talk about a few positives. I've got. I've, I've literally got a list of the good, the bad, and the ugly for this game. So go. Okay, so if you want to frame yours, if you want to frame yours in the same sort of way, then by all means go for it. Yeah, well, I um, as far as the good goes, um, and as, as, as always, I'll put club before for state. But um, I was really happy to see Robbie Farrow answer a lot of his critics, and there's still a lot of naysayers out there. But I think they're just being pricks. <laughs> um, I think he had a good game. People are just going to hate Robbie Farrow because they hate Robbie Farrow, regardless of how he plays. It would seem. Um, and, you know, it would seem that he, he's probably, um, you know, turned some people around, but others he's, he's never going to. I'm sure he can live with that. But um, I was happy with certainly, how he went, uh, and I'm not a New He South certainly can fan, find his way to the try line. first 20 minutes in particular. He can certainly find his way to the try line. Yeah, and, and the punchline about not being able to ground the ball. <laughs> gonna yeah, but no, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have Robbie on any of my lists, but if I was to have him on the list, I'd have him on the good I'm not going to make a big deal out of him. I think you know he he justified his existence, you know, and that's probably yeah, what I, I um, hope for at the start of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's exactly what I was hoping for. I just hope he, uh, you know, I was hoping that he, he had a a solid, um, even if unspectacular game, and, and you know didn't have any clangers. Exactly. 
that was that was my goal for him. Um, look, as far as Queensland went, I think I think they were fairly solid. Um, Nate Miles got man in the match. I was, was very fucking surprised ridiculous. That. I think Brent Tate. Brent Tate. Yeah, I think so too. Hands down, um, I think it was really solid, and you know, yet another comeback story for him, and in, in, in a great match, um, you know, to really <laughs> announce that he's back from his injuries. And, you know, he's been going well for the Cowboys, hence he got picked for origin, but, wow, he turned it on. He, he had a really great game. A lot of good runs. Uh, really safe as houses under Especially the ball. Especially in, in regards to... Um, which is more than I can say for Billy Slater. Boyd, was, for that matter. Uh, I mean, I don't know why they didn't keep going to Boyd, because, I mean, he was ready to drop it every time, just like Slater. Yeah, he wasn't looking uh, He wasn't looking super confident. He did get two tries, well, Boyd, on the end of a couple of slick back one yeah. well one, one was but, one was uh, catch and pass which is you know about as slick as you need to be when you fight when you when you got one more person in your line <laughs> and uh as also for new south wales um i thought jennings went all right he seemed to be just be streaking down that left hand touch line far too often for my yeah life. he ignored a few open men uh, sometimes and, with his passes he had a bit of the matt coopers about him but um he was good he's good and jared home was awesome too yeah, I thought Jared Hayne went really well, and um, you know, hopefully for those guys and their, their fans of their respective clubs, I hope that translates to, to some better club form for Parramatta and also um, you know, the St Mary's Carjackers yeah. or whoever Jennings is going to turn out for <laughs> yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Or after his suspension, yeah. <laughs> he uh, he went out for a trip to Windsor, and he brought back the Biff. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, for well, I thought Tony Williams, for someone that was quite underdone, he hadn't played for two months. Um, I, the guys that I was watching the game with, uh, was saying, every time he ran the ball, I was like, how, how good's he going? It's, it's every time he ran the ball, he, yeah, he suffered for he, he suffered for the fact that um, the halves were terrible uh, in attack, and um, and and yeah. it's probably a combination even the of his where he got the ball. Off. Uh, as well, like I mean, he seemed to start yeah. flat-footed every time, but he still always made territory, and he used to, and he got the big face palm. That's right, even he when he threw, did that. He threw Cronk aside, or was it Smith? One of those two got absolutely fucking owned at one point. Yeah, Smith. Yes, he's got a habit of um, tossing Melbourne Storm players. He loves out of it. He loves, he loves trampling a cheat. He loves it. He fucking loves it. <laughs> oh, shame not doing much editing. Yeah, and speaking, and speaking of, well, I mean, I'm going to speak of cheats. I mean, we'll get to that later. Um, on my good list, uh, Gallon. Everything he fucking did. Spraying refs over the video ref decision while they tried to make it look like it wasn't a fix. Um, the comment when Jennings got Simbin for coming in third man and he said the thigh day does it every game. Genius. I love the guy more and more every time he plays. He's fucking sensational. Um, Pierce. He wasn't, I mean, he was, he was okay in attack, uh, just adequate. Um, but in defense, he was a machine. It was like, I thought his kicking game, his kicking was, game was good. And in, in defense, he was like, um, you know, he certainly learned a bit playing backyard footy with the foreigns growing up because I mean, he was smashing people like he was Kieran. Yeah, you don't think he might have picked up a few tips from his old man, eh? It all comes, it all comes from, from the foreigns, mate. Fuck. If he picked up from his old man, he'd fucking play in the forward pack, wouldn't he? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Snake, awesome effort. Fucking the best fullback in the game by a country mile. Uh, almost scored a try that was never on. And uh, safe as houses at the back, didn't do anything wrong. Um, got back in, you know, got back in the field to play when he had to. Um, sensational effort, made meters. Um, you know, probably lack of combination with some of the guys. You know, stopped him from doing too much in attack. But um, he was just, he was great, and he played all over the top of Slater, despite with some fucking gronks in the Daily Telegraph or whatever. Have you believe? Can you believe that? The, 
Oh, well, while we're talking about players from our own clubs, I want to give a special shout out to Aaron Woods. Um, his warm up was probably one of the best warm ups I've seen. <laughs> he might get a call up for game two if they finally get rid of fucking Cray. Because let me tell you, that dude showered himself in his bed oh, as much. Have you got? Are you getting to the bad yet? Because I've got a few things. To say yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Let's. let's uh, the other good thing I was gonna say was Brent Tate, but we've been through that, so that's fine. So moving along to the bad, Victorians, Victorian people. There is bad when it comes to rugby yeah. league, and you know, jumping on Queensland and everything like that. They're as relevant as fucking white people rapping. I mean, those imbeciles need to yeah. shut the fuck up. I mean, the imbecile, gu- the, like the, the the minister for sport that we went through on the regular episode of the show, just the lead up, everything was fucking terrible. And in that, I'd like to throw Delta Good- Goodrum warbling in there and fucking Annie doing the national anthem. Fuck you, Victoria. What the fuck was that about? You know, Delta Goodrum was one. She was shit too. I wouldn't have turned my chair around for her just quietly. No fucking way in hell. And... um. <laughs> I would have turned my chair around if I had a fucking rifle with a laser sight on it so I could pop her off from about 200 Yeah, and now I guess the other thing, I mean, you know, it was a nice touch to let Fatty Vorton's daughter sing the national anthem for, like, a bit of synergy for Origin, but the Victorians, that would have been lost on them. That is, like, who's his little fucking gollywog ranger? But, like, how many people, how many rugby league fans would have went to the footy and walked away going, you know, what we've got to fucking do is get tickets And she sang Annie. the national anthem in that <laughs> fucking, like, Annie, like, you know, street kid kind of accent, too. It's one of those precocious fucking child stars, mate. She's always in character. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, this is why punching children should be legal. That kid's got to go. I mean, she's a poster child for for smacking kids, quite frankly. Um, Billy Slater, he's in my bad list as well. You'd think he was wearing an Australian jersey he played so shithouse. I mean, <laughs> not his best game. Fuck, terrible man. Like he's, it's probably his worst game he's played for Queensland. I would say. I mean, he did a couple of okay runs, but he never actually got anywhere with them. I mean, you know, he there's a couple of times where you know you sort of hold your breath, but you know the tackle was made, and he, you know, it's one of those ones where he ran five paces and looked dangerous if he could have broke the line, but he never did. And then in defence, atrocious. Mm. I mean, he had some horrible, horrible bomb drops, um, <clears throat> directly related to a try, one of them, um, and then he put on the one of the. Some of the two of the most grubbiest shots in the entire game, when Jennings did that kick that uh, Stewart nearly scored a try from, he's just come in. Yeah. And out. I thought the rule was that you know you had to make an attempt at a tackle on a kick or otherwise you know go fuck yourself. But he's just gone in, turned his back, and just absolutely game, jumped off the ground and fucking slammed him with his ass, like big hip and shoulder. He doesn't have it in his game. Of course he's got it in his fucking game. I mean, he's one of the grubbiest players ever to slice on a boot. Um, and speaking of lacing on a boot, he tried the old fucking Husamar Palhara's heel hook on Jared Hayne at one stage as well. I mean, if you... I mean, the Storm did joint locks and, you know, uh, and you know, chicken wings and grapple tackles, like, you know, some guillotines and things like that in the early days of their wrestling training. Now they've kind of um, graduated to things like lapel chokes and things like you do, like, in jiu-jitsu with a gi on. And they do that with the guy's jersey. And, you know, the referees don't even see that shit going. I mean, I never used to see it until I started to learn more about jiu-jitsu. And um, just to show how much jiu-jitsu they're actually learning, he goes for a fucking heel hook in to play the ball. Incredible. Absolute fucking grubs. Yeah. I like how you've just name-dropped the USC fight. And you want to talk about things being lost on Victorians. I mean, I, I know we've got a few fans, but, you know, that, that reference is going to be lost on a lot of our audience. <laughs> What's that? The uh, Look up Husamar Palhares, motherfuckers. Look up Husamar Palhares versus Mike Masencio. You better spell it out for a while. <laughs> I love the UFC. I'm not going to be able to spell that. I was tweeting about it today. I was fucking, <laughs> if, if anyone wants to know what that guy is, 
tweet us and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Can we talk about Dan Craig yet? Um, let's, let's go. Well, I wanted to have him in the ugly because he's like, the ugly is what I consider the worst aspects of the game. So if you want to go with him now, knock yourself out. Oh, look, I, I don't have... I think we've sort of covered uh, the bad aspects with the exception of referees, which I'm, I'm assuming are going to have their own special little segment. Um, but I thought Dave Taylor was a bit of a miss. And Did he actually play? He, you know... Well, T-Rex was brought into the New South Wales side to sort of counteract that sort of impact, big, um, hard-charging forward off the bench that Dave Taylor was supposed to provide yeah. for Queensland. Um, the only time I knew Dave Taylor was on the field was when the graphic came up with the little green line that said, on Dave Taylor. And the only time I knew when he came off was when the little red line came up and said, off Dave Taylor. The time in between is completely fucking lost on me because I don't remember hearing his name yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Um, and yeah, and, and I, I don't have any statistics about. Well, now you mention it, yeah, I, I agree. I don't really remember anything that he did in that game, and um, and that goes mm-hmm. to. I mean, I, I don't want to bring up Ben Cray yet, but same thing for him. Um, the other thing, the bad, Todd Carney, very nervous performance. A lot of simple drop balls. Um, a lot of you know passes that could have come off a lot worse than they did. You know, just lucky that guys mopped them up and stuff like that. Um, just absolutely shithouse performance. Uh, shithouse performance kicking as well. I mean, like, you know, he had the, you know two opportunities to... He's a lot better than oh, that. I think, he'll, um, I think he will improve. I would imagine New South Wales will stick with oh, him. Of course. Given that the other option is James exactly. Howard. And the cat in the hat's got no place um, in the football side. Nervous, nervous performers. Yeah. He's got no place in the football side, let alone a fucking uh, representative football side. Um, so I think they'll stick with him long term, especially given his, his relationship and his... Uh, combination with Pierce. But yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a nervy performance and I wouldn't normally associate him with those sorts of games. But uh, you know, Origin is is the biggest stage for these guys and it is trumped as as the toughest of the tough. Yeah. He should have um, um, he should have had a couple of drinks, a couple of settlers uh, before he ran out. Yeah, um, yeah he might have had the shakes. I think he had a quiet game based lofty standards. Um but I'm sure come game two he, you know, he'll he'll rebound from that and I, I would imagine he'll have a massive yeah. game. In game two. Let's play, let's play Ben Cray now. Did fucking nothing. That's about the best I got to say for him. Did absolutely nothing. Proved himself to be the cat that we've always said he is. Uh, absolute fucking liability at origin level and probably club level, but the Red V's will probably try and disagree with me on that. Um, just a, just a hope, absolutely hopeless player. Evidenced by the fact that Jamie Bure in about five minutes of game time made more ground. Yeah, it was, oh, that's another thing. I was, I was a bit perplexed with how New South Wales, you like Jamie Bure. Um, and some people saying, oh, beer of this, beer of that. I mean, the poor kid got fucking five minutes of game time. I don't know, you know, you could have had Wally Lewis, uh, you know, having some sort of one-night stand with Andrew Johns and giving birth to, you know, Darren Lockyer to the power of Clive Churchill and give him five minutes on a fucking football field, and I don't know they would have done a whole lot more than Jamie Bure did. Um, You know, it's a bit hard to be too critical of him. Critical Um, of Ricky Stewart for his usage of Jamie Bure. Sure. He's sure. not a hooker um, anyway. He I may be. If Ballon goes somewhere, he might ultimately become one. But he's played like probably 25 minutes of hooker in his career. In like first grade. Sure. Like, you know. I, I think Stewart's game plan was pretty well spot on. New South Wales in the first 20 minutes, they really um, stuck it to Queensland. They were making all sorts of ground through the ruck with some of the quicker guys. Um, and also, Tamiyan started the game with an absolute bang. I thought he was, he was really impressive early on. Um, and his second stint probably less so. 
But um, as far as getting those early exchanges out of the way, he he was by far probably the best prop yeah, on the I field. Agree. I thought, um, probably the exception of Gallon. Um, but you know, he's he's in a level of unto his own at the moment. So, um, but yeah, as for Ben Cray, he could have. You know, he may as well be sitting on the bench in purple tights. That motherfucker did possibly the greatest impersonation of the Phantom I've ever seen. Yeah, yep. agree, agree. And I hope um, he gets his arse he, off for game two. And, and, you know, I hate to harp on the whole Robbie Farris situation, right? But the thing that has always gotten me is that, you know, when you, they talk about Michael Ennis, for instance, being an origin player and player X being an origin player and Robbie Farris isn't an origin player, yet Ben Craig consistently gets picks in New South Wales. Yeah, I don't think anyone would ever accuse him of being an origin player, though. But he makes yeah, the yeah, team. He, makes a team. he gets yeah, selected yeah. and no one questions yeah. oh, it. <laughs> you know? well, everyone you know, questions it, come on. Just like, they, I mean... He keeps making the fucking they question, team, they, they question the captain, and for fuck's sake, until he got injured and ruled out through injury. What is, what is he, 20, 27 fucking metres? Yeah, 27 metres, or, or 25 what? maybe, 23 perhaps. No, probably all backwards too. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd like to see yeah, the graph. It looked like uh, Bugs Bunny's map to Albuquerque, but I just I, I don't get that argument. And and I'm happy for someone to you know to show me you know the error of my ways and, and make me see the light there. But he's he's just got nothing. Yeah. He just you know the, you can hark back to the fight with Hodges, but it's it goes deeper than that. You know when. New South Wales, with all the hype and, and everything that they needed everyone to pull together in this series, with the time that he got on the field, he come up with you know a handful of runs for 27 yep. metres. Um, find it hard to believe that Ricky Stewart, who you know once wrote a column that Robbie Farrow should never be picked for New South Wales again, could honestly sit there in the dressing room, look Ben Cray in the eye, and say, "Yeah, you you, you should get picked again." Exactly. Mate. You know, but he's got to be fucking kidding himself. Um, and anyone that supports the Dragons that could look at his performance in this game and say, yeah, he was a worthy participant on the biggest stage in our sport, um, I'd like to punch him in the throat. Yep. Go for it. I'm up to, I'm up to the ugly <laughs> on my list. But, yeah, yeah, sure. Keep going. Matt fucking Chechen. As I said at the top of this episode, I've been blasting this cunt for years, since before the existence of this fucking podcast even, and now, as I sit here today, everyone knows what the fuck I was talking about. All fun and games have accused me of being yeah. biased to Manly and whinging about the rest, but now you all fucking know. Which you now are. Now you all yeah. fucking know why. This fucking imbecile, one of the stupidest fucking refereeing cunts that ever had fucking breath put into him. Absolutely killed state of origin. I the, um, he killed the fucking concept. You know, we can talk all we want about the English try. Oh, we'll get to that. That's as, fucking as Mr. Bean, Sean Hamstead. That cunt's got it coming too. You just wait. Let's fucking deal with Chechen first. <laughs> That's true. The, the call with um, with Greg Bird, um, not even talking about the fight, uh, the one for the tackle on yep. Kronk, where he put him on his back. Absolute bullshit. Um, how, how long have we been watching Origin... And, you know, every man and his dog wants to talk about, you know, oh, that's an origin play and this is an origin play. And, you know, oh, I, yeah, and there's things at, at club level that would probably be penalised and get sort of, you know, a bit more leniency at origin level. It's tackles like that that are the epitome exactly. of Exactly. I mean, in the NRL, in an NRL game, yeah. if fucking, um, if Gordon Tallis drags fucking Hodgson from 20 metres infield and drags him all the way across the sideline... I mean, that's a penalty every day of the week. 
But it's a fucking origin play. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah. And Brett Hodgson, you know, bore the brunt of that for the rest of exactly. the Exactly, he has to watch that but, shit on yeah. loop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous. I mean... <laughs> but, you know, the, and that was a... That, that call on Bird was was critical in the context of the game. You know, New South Wales were starting to really muscle up in defence there. Um, that directly led to the second try. They were really amped to get it... That bird, that bird. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it just took the wind out of their sails. The next thing, Queensland are down attacking their line. They run a try over... And, you know, and it, they've got to charge back and, and sort of start all over again. It's it's calls like that, you know. Like the, the English try is one thing, but it's calls like that that just take take all the momentum away from a team that is trying to make a charge. And, and for it to happen like sort of a minute turn, before the halftime in, break as well, you know, that yeah, tackle's not penalised. I mean, New South Wales finished that set, put a kick in, maybe have an attempt at, you know, maybe try and score a try, maybe find touch, you know, whatever. Whatever happens, the clock runs. Yeah, the clock runs out, and they go at half time six four. Yeah. I mean, totally fucking changed the massive aspect and of the game. Not you know Queensland. You know when they got the ball and they got down there and they scored the try. Fair enough, <clears throat> but I mean they would have they would have been denied the opportunity to touch the ball in the first half had that fucking bullshit penalty not been given. Sure. And what was your take on the fight? Absolute fucking bullshit decision as well. If it was an NRL game, you know he'd probably get binned. Maybe a penalty. Depending, I mean, depending on how harsh the referee is going to be, you know, you might get a, um, you know, you might get a penalty. Other referee might take a real harsh view because the thing is, it happened in like the first fucking what ten, fifteen minutes of the game. So what happens in Origin? Yeah. Just about every game you have something like that. Sometimes there's punches, sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's just some jersey grabbing and you know, a bit of push and shove, and everyone comes together in a big scrum. But universally, in state of Origin football, the first time a fucking stinker's on, the way a referee deals with it. If they're a decent fucking referee, well, any fucking referee except this Chechen cunt is okay. Boys, you've had your fun. Now fucking let's play some footy. Every mm. fucking time, without exception. Yeah. And did you see just um, on a sideline in, when they were showing the highlights? Uh, you know the old footage and stuff before the game in, in the build-up, um, and they were talking about Arthur yep. Beetson. Um, they showed a highlight of Artie Beetson who's universally lauded as one of the heroes of origin, he threw a three-punch combination and backed it up with a knee to the... To, <laughs> yeah. you know, which just missed the draw of his yeah. opponent. And Michael Jennings has run, you know, rightly or wrongly, I don't agree with what he did, but he ran in and threw a punch to Brent Tate, to, to Brent Tate's head, and he gets 10 minutes in the sin bin. Artie Beetson, three-punch combination with a the knee, mortal. hero... Michael Jennings, punched to the head of Brent Tate, villain. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Matt Chechen didn't get the memo for origin refereeing. I mean, even fucking grass, Grasshopper would have let that exactly slide. It. Even Grasshopper, and he's the most biased fucking oh. Queens, pro-Queensland referee of all time, but even he would have let that shit slide. I think you're probably right. But a lot of that has to go to Har- Harrigan. Sorry. Um, you know, he's got, to, he's got to debrief these guys, and he's got to have them prepared... Um, for those sorts of situations, which, wow, a fight broke out in origin? He'd need to fucking pre-brief them. Like, how are they not prepared Because now he that? needs to just fucking get yeah. given the asshole and fucking never to represent referees in origin again. Get fucking Hayne and Archer back in there. Those dudes have, have refereed origin games. Well, how they didn't get the job, yeah, how they didn't get the job in the first place is beyond me, and the fact that, you know, this has gone on is, is, is again, you know, they can do all the explaining they want and say, oh, yeah, well, it shouldn't have been a try or this decision shouldn't have been made or, or whatever. But 
if you pick the best referees in the game um, straight up, you probably alleviate a lot. Well, you're of the never issues. you're never in the position where you got to explain bullshit decisions because they just don't fucking make them. Well, they do. I mean, I mean, not of that, not not of that mag- well not of that magnitude. Time. I wouldn't imagine. You wouldn't think you would you would think that certain situations that sort of. Oh, literally twelve points directly. Up in this game. Twelve points directly came yeah. from the hands of the referees. Directly. Yeah, exactly. And you'd like to think that you know the referees of of Archer or Haynes' capabilities could um, you know could handle. We'll put it that. this way: Tony Archer's an experienced fight, referee, like and he's always really good at positioning himself. And you know what? Matt Chechen was perfectly positioned when that English try was scored. He was looking right at it. Unfortunately, had his eyes shut. Yeah, no, he was just unfortunately too fucking cowardly to make a call. Archer had a seen that, he just would have seen the ball fucking flying around and gone, you dumbass, you fucking dropped it like he fucking did. Um, <clears throat> and if he had to send it upstairs, you know, then we go up to Sean Hampstead, the next prick on the shit list. What the fuck is that idiot smoking? You look at the footage. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie was not looking at the ball at any stage. He had eyes for it. No, that's the big thing for me. Everyone's arguing that Robbie played at the ball. When you look at the motion of his arms, he's actually trying to make it, albeit a fairly... Ineffective. uh, Ineffective. He's (laughs) he's looking directly... He's trying to make a tackle. He's not looking at the ball, he's looking at English. Clearly. Mm. And his foot just happened to... Exactly. You know, make tackle Exactly. And then how do you explain... And regardless of whether he played it or not, he's still not... Exactly. So worst case (laughs) scenario for New South Wales, maybe... I mean, you know, maybe, if you could ever say there's 100% certainty, maybe penalty try. Because whatever happened, it can't be given a try, adjudicated a try right there because he's knocked the fucking ball on. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you've got best case scenario. Yeah, well, I guess, on. you know, playing at, the, playing at the ball with your foot, maybe, I, I guess. That's, that's what I'm saying. Worst, you know, exactly best case scenario for New South Wales. And, you know, pro- the, but that's a long way from sliding into the tackle with your feet. Yeah, exactly, and, that, I mean, that, and that, that idiot has been doing that for his entire career and you know, been pinged for it twice. Um, but then you look at the fact that Robbie wasn't playing at the ball because he, he wasn't even looking at it. So, I mean, if you're <laughs> the smart move is it's either best case for New South Wales, you've got the, obviously you've got the sliding scale. Best case for Queensland was a try or a penalty try if they want to say that he fucked up and you know kicked out dangerously or something, give him a penalty and the try was 100% going to be scored if he hadn't have done it. Best case for New South Wales is knock on, take it out to the twenty. Knock on in goal, take it out to twenty. That's what that and really, either of those would have been a better fucking decision than the one that we got. Yeah, and I appreciate the fact also that it was a shit decision. I don't think it was a try. I don't think it should have been awarded. Um, and I know this does open up a lot of ifs, buts, and maybes. But there has been a lot of bleating and and. People have got a, a legitimate right to feel hard done by as far as New South Wales goes, but let's not forget that Queensland are also leading as well. Like, I don't want to see it get blown out of proportion that there was no chance that Queensland were going to hold on and win that game, or that they were behind and that try put them in. Front. Yeah, I don't think anyone's saying that, but the fact yeah. is that at that time, that was against the run of play. That was the first time that Queensland had been down that end in fucking 15 minutes. It was against, it yeah. was against yeah. the run of the game. New South Wales were making more and more territory every single set. And not only that, it's not the fact that it's also the time that they were deprived of because that was about the 73rd minute when that try was scored. So Queensland get the yep. ball back. Then they went on the go slow immediately and took about a minute and a half, two minutes to do, complete their next set. 
And so it not you know it basically yeah, yeah I mean, sure. it, it, so, was, it was it was crucial. Like I said, there's yeah. a lot of hit muscle maybe from there. Oh, yeah. it's no doubt it was and crucial. Attacking, don't and, get me wrong. and attacking and attacking um, twelve ten down is a lot different to attacking eighteen ten down too. Oh, obviously, yeah, no doubt. But I think one thing's for certain is, is New South Wales is a lot close to lot closer. Um, and it seems funny to say this after they've gone down in game one, but they are a lot closer to winning. They were the, they were the better they team. They were the better team, years, easily. Undisputably the better team. I think they, you know... Yeah, well, I, I think Queensland, their forwards... Uh, I think Ben Hannett played He played really great. Well. Petro's um, looking old, Petro, man. And, yeah, Petro was probably not as effective as what he normally would be. And I think Matt Scott um, is still a little, little bit... Uh, under the effects of his injury, but um, certainly New South Wales forwards are on top. Uh, and you know, if they if they're halves, you know, Mitchell Pearce had a reasonable game, but if they're halves had a fight, um, then I don't think we'd be talking about this English try, yeah. you know, being the difference in their game. Really, uh, I think they probably um, would have and possibly should have uh, put on more. Yeah, points. oh, definitely. And, and you know, I think Robbie was was making enough ground out of dummy half. For them, you know, with the good work that their forwards were doing, I think that you know, and other guys, some of the quicker guys getting out of dummy half as well. There was enough quick play the balls there for those guys to play off the back of, and um, I think the occasion might have got to Carney a little bit, um, and Pierce was kind of heavily marked as well. So, um, but I think Ricky Stewart, save for his, his the way he executed, it was part of the game plan. I think his game plan was pretty well spot on. Yep. And I think the players executed it um, almost to perfection as well. And, you know, with that game under his belt, I think Carney will be a lot better and he'll be a much bigger factor in game two. And, um, yeah, the, the series is definitely alive and well regardless of this result. And, and New South Wales were far more competitive. and They didn't look um, in awe of the Queenslanders by any stretch and they, and they really took it to them uh, through the forwards, led by Gallon, of course. And, and you yeah. know, that's the start. That's the start of, of any victory that they're yeah. going to have. Queensland, I don't think you're going to later, later Queensland. Play. I don't think they're going to change. And, you know, unless they're forced to through injury, I don't think they'll make any changes to their side. I wouldn't think so. New South Wales, piss off, um, Cray. I'd say what get what my win. Yeah, or Woods. Comes in for Cray. Yeah. Either or. I think Bureau has. To, well, I think I mean, has to stay there the, just for based color. Based on warm up, you'd have to yeah. give it to Woods. I think. Based yeah, on his I, th- I think that um, Bureau needs to stay there just because you need to have backline cover. And I mean, having a bench with all forwards. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, because who are you going to put? You know, I mean, you know, at a stretch, you could put someone like Greg really in the center or something. You know, but I mean, Tim Moulton. I mean, Tim Moulton's utility value. I mean, is zilch. Is nil. Nil to the valuable. Tigers, let alone in, in the state. <laughs> you may as well fucking declare for New Zealand. He's so useless. But... <laughs> <laughs> and then he would need to go and play for Tonga. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, I'm, I'm looking forward to game two. I think it'll be a, a, a better officiated game for sure. Um, and I think Carney will be, like I said, be better for the experience. So he'll be more of a factor, which leads to more exciting footy. And, um, and Queensland will have to you know, step up to the market again. So uh, looking forward to game two. A little bit disappointing. I feel a little bit flat at the end of the game, given the controversy. Yep. Um, and, you know, let's hope that that's the end of it. And they, they put two cracking games together and we, uh, we go to a decider in Brisbane and, and, you know, see the best players, you know, play their best footy and, and slug it out yeah. to the death. And uh, hopefully we do see a change in referees because, holy shit, I was just like, you know... 
Oh, there's, there's been enough talk. There's been enough talk today to wind that. Yeah. So there's, there's no. Yeah, way but I mean, Harry's come out today and you know tried to justify every single thing they did. So you know, he might be setting the. T- he might be saying even though the fix was in, that's what we wanted and uh, we're keeping him. Even Hampstead, he's tried yeah. to back that up. So. Yeah, I'd, not I'd good. Not not a good vibe coming out of the NRL. They've got, they got a few weeks. they got a few weeks. Uh, once the dust settles, to uh, to see the area their ways as far as the selection goes and, and get it right for yep. them too. All right. Thank you very much for your time, sir. You're a champion no of the people. Do um, it for I'm the people. certainly not a gloating Queensland fan. I was I was happy that they won the game regardless, but um, you know, like I said, I felt really flat at the end. I'm you know not gloating. Um, by any stretch of the imagination, I'm glad they won, and I'll take the win. Um, if this happened for the Tigers, or you know, in turn for the Eagles, I'm sure you'd cop it. Uh, I'm sure you'd take that win, but if you know, it does it does leave you a little bit flat. <laughs> yeah, I'd t- if it happened to Manly, I'd, I'd take it just because I think you know, I'd feel like, you know what, we fucking lo- we've lost enough over the years. You can't. This is a square up. But Origin, the problem I have with Origin, I mean, people say they say, they say the things like, oh, you know, Jared Hayne when he you know dropped that punch on Thurston or whatever when he was getting up to play the ball or whatever, you know, early on in the piece. That sort of stuff, they're like, oh, they let that go. Even if Queensland had done that, I'm happy to let that go. That's just a little, that's a niggle that happens in Origin. I mean, they should have let the Greg Bird tackle go. They should have let the fucking Simbin go. They let the donkey kick that Hodges put on someone down the other end. They let that go, and I've got no problem with that. They let another backslam tackle. It was a carbon copy of the English one. I can't remember who did it, but the Queenslanders did it. It was around the 40 meter line in the second half. They let that go, and I'm cool with all that. Fucking let it go. Mm. Let the other things go, and you've got a different result. But you've also got a better game as well, because that's about fucking six less penalties blown up. Yeah, for sure. For sure, and it flows better, and, you know, the forwards keep that momentum going, and the smaller guys play off the back of that, and, and um, yeah, that, that's that's how footy's supposed to be exactly. played. And especially Origin. Yes. Definitely, definitely. But we look forward to game two, and, um, you know... I know, like I said, I know there's a lot of New South Wales fans out there that feel hard done by, and I, I can I can see where they're coming from. But um, at the end of the day, we'll take the W and we'll move on to game two. We will. All right. Thanks very no much for your time, sir. All right, my brother. It's okay. okay. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.